Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everybody. Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden. Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show, Truth Straight Up. The Truth Straight Up, the show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine. Chuck, we weren't sure whether Chuck was going to be here. He has been out looking for the missing F-35 fighter jet. I think she's saw I reported one. <laughs> I saw. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we're hoping to get Tom Tancredo with us. Um we saw Tom at the Hispanic dinner. He's looking great. It was great to see him. It was great to see him and wanted to get his thoughts about um, Ken Buck, the ongoing Buck. dispute. And coming up at 3.30, we're going to have Todd Watkins, the El Paso County vice chair, the grassroots guy who, along with Anna Ferguson and several hundred or a couple hundred at least, other Republicans signed the letter asking our representatives to help support justice for the January 6th people. And Ken Buck goes on the attack. I wanted to talk to Tom, um, so hopefully we'll get him here, about how did Ken Buck go? from wanting to drain the swamp to becoming a swamp creature. Well, so. you know, politicians, I hate to tell you this, <laughs> but just adopt attitudes they think yeah. are popular. Um, and so you have Adam Kinzinger was a Tea Party favorite. Uh, Liz Cheney was considered a very strong Republican. Uh, you, in Colorado, you can go to people like Cory Gardner. Cory Gardner was a Tea Party favorite. And for that matter, so was uh, George Brockler. Um, not so much today. No, uh uh-uh. Okay, okay, so Thomas has tried Tom. So we hope to get, if we don't get him today, um, because sometimes Tom can get busy. Oh, and Sandra said she heard Tom on on Matt Dunn yesterday. A great interview. Yeah, he's just doing great. Um, For a while, I think he was not feeling that well. Well, in the meantime, we can talk about my favorite story of the year. I'm sure you guys have all heard this. I mean, so Thomas will play the video while we're maybe waiting to hear from Tom. I'll I'll give you the cue. Don't, I just wanted to give you a heads up. Um, But um, so yesterday at an F-35 fighter jet, um, which are big, fighter jets are big, right? Took big off, big, and huh? I'm not sure what it was doing. It sounds like some sort of routine thing. And then the pilot ejected. And in the meantime, they've the, the the military put out an announcement saying, um, we have lost the fighter jet. Somewhere. And the pilot ejected due to a mishap, and we've lost put the fighter it on jet. The pilot. And you put it on a pilot, and it's like, if you see it, please call. Call 911. Crashes into your house. Let us know. I mean, it's kind of like what an embarrassing thing. I mean, you know, it had to be. I don't know. I, I mean, to me, and well, you know, the the story. One thing I know for sure, and that is, they are not telling us the truth about it. <laughs> one thing is, what they initially said, Thomas. If we could just please play the missing fighter jet video. But we begin tonight with breaking news. Military officials say they're responding to a quote mishap involving an F thirty five fighter jet. Officials say the pilot of an F-35 Lightning II ejected from the jet and landed safely, but the search is on now for the missing F-35. They don't know where it is and are asking the public for help. Publicly available flight data shows SLED flying over Lake Moultrie near Charleston. If you know anything, call Joint Base Charleston at 843-963-3600. 
I say we all call that number right now and say, and Bonnie says, aren't they eight um, a billion dollars? I think they're $80 million. It's an $80 million jet. I mean, there were so many questions about this. Number one, why if, I mean, when you, when you lose a, an $80 million stealth military fighter jet, I got to assume it was armed or something. I mean, I, I don't know who knows, but I mean, that's not like a mishap, right? I mean, that's a little bit more than a mishap. Um, why, if you're the pilot, if the plane is still flying around, which apparently it is because they're asking people to call in if they see it, you got, you got to assume one, if it crashed, someone would have noticed that they're saying they're looking in the lakes in case it like somehow yesterday afternoon, maybe during you know well, maybe, the maybe, bronco game it crashed into the lake and no one noticed maybe, you know maybe the pilot put it on just go east and so it'll go somewhere out in the ocean and crash yeah it's kind of like you know um it's just ridiculous right and then they say call this like 1-800 number if you see it but why would you judge from a perfectly fine plane if the plane's capable of flying because i have my theory you want to see if the ejection seat works you want to see if the ejection seat worked right um and where'd he come down you know i mean you'd think they could say to him what happened to the plane so they know what happened they know what kind of mishap happened um um, that's some of the comments. Um, can't fly in the rain. Jim Jackson, a billion here, a billion there. Pretty soon you're talking real money. <laughs> and then Leo says, like, they can't put an Apple air tag on the $80 million plane. Oh, my God. Well, GPS stuff. No, that doesn't work. It's been so funny, right? They have ones with Peter, or, or Peter. They have ones where, like, you can, you know, you have your find your phone feature. You know, it's like find my F35. Some guy was saying every time he sees, I mean, the memes are just hilarious. Every time he sees an airplane, he calls 911 and reports that it's a missing jet. I've pictures of the guy remember the guy carrying something out of the january 6th and they got him with the fighter jet and he's like i took it then they've got Zelensky doing selfies with the fighter jet in the background i mean it's just hilarious um but it's not hilarious actually because then later today then the military issued a two-day stand down for all military aviation in the country now that's not a good sign that, right? that good sound sign. Like, i mean i guess you could call that a mishap but that's a that's a significant I mean, mishap. Some, it, it would indicate, although you have no idea, it would indicate maybe there was some jamming device that was it affected it or something else. I mean, it is, obviously, it's a broader problem than just that plane. Right. Was the pilot a Bud Light drinker? Maybe he had hands. <laughs> they was woke, right? You know, um, maybe it's on its way to Afghanistan. The Taliban need more of a military equipment. Well, I mean, there's just so many things. My thinking is, and I don't know all the technical terms, but that somehow or another, the military, it was hacked, right? Um, that's why the pilot ejected, because mm-hmm. he suddenly realized someone else, and which you can do, right? Some kid. With a little box is now controlling it. You know. What is the the thing that you can put in your car that you can find it? This is the transponder's not working. It's like, come on, guys. And and I, you know they're lying to us when, okay, so it's been since Sunday afternoon. They're looking over these two nearby lakes. Okay, well, if it's not, if they haven't seen it yet, right? I mean, it's an it's a fighter jet. Well, well like, also, can't the Army trace fighter pilots? Flying over the United States. I mean, you, is, I mean, this could be a Russian plane. You know, I, we don't know. I mean, it could be anywhere. Be Chinese spy balloon. For yeah, God's I know, sake. Where'd that go? You wow, that's going for Washington. I, exactly. And I mean, it's, to think that, well, I mean, clearly they're lying, right? That they they're are, lying, uh, as usual. Well, they're, not, they're not lying in that I believe they can't find it. I don't think they'd be. Well, I know, but there's something out. bigger than that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we can't be that bozo-y. I mean, maybe we are. On now. the other hand, though, you never know. I mean, you, on the other hand, it, it could just simply be somebody flipped a switch and it was like, oh. Um, that was the wrong one. Yeah, it was the wrong one. And the pilot had to adjust. But that's my guess, which raises even 
even more alarmed because so if the Air Force cannot fly any planes right now for at least two days and why two days? I mean, two days implies bad, right? It's not mm-hmm. like even a DIA when they have sort of bad things and United, United can get things fixed within two days, right? Maybe United. Not, not sometimes. Well, well, but I mean, even there, you know, when they have the ground system go down or something like that, it's usually for a few hours. So this is for two days to two days to me says they don't know how it happened and they don't know how to fix it. That's what I don't know where the plane and, went. They don't I know mean, where the plane in, went. In theory, in theory, anyway, I mean, you know, he knows what coordinates he put it on, and and you know, I, I hope he had it had it kind of flying over the the Atlantic. But uh, and then this is from Leo. It was a twelve year old with the Commodore sixty four that hacked it, <laughs> and then Jacob J- Biden and Fed- flip Fed- Fed- Biden show. Well, I mean, again, so let's just look at it. The pilot, he's not going to eject if the plane was going to crash, right? So, and, and if the plane had crashed, we certainly would have found out about it by now. Someone would have noticed the F-16 crashing over Charlotte, right? Or the people who lived around the lake would have been, did you see that giant? It was a nice day, right? People out of the lake. Isn't that plane flying low? (laughs) And then they're like, well, it's stealth. It's like, well, it's not that stealth. It's like, it's a fighter jet. You would see it. Um, and and then the fact that they've grounded all military. I mean, I don't mean to say anything. Russians but, ought to get rid yeah, of Yeah, Russians are like, you know, we need to, or maybe it's just the Defense Department realizing that there's no support for the war in Ukraine is like, we need to spend more money on our fighter jets. So, you know, I don't <laughs> know. Zelensky's going, can I have the British fighter jet? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't want the American fighter jet from Jacob. Um, ask Tom Cruise. Mm. Um, yeah, even like Sandy, even the Humvees have GPS. Um, you know, yeah, we could get Tom Cruise in there, but you know, they're lying to us. Right. And I have a feeling it's bad. Like they lied to us about the Chinese spy balloon. Oh, that's nothing. You know, it's like, well, okay, well, it's a Chinese spy balloon. We shot it down because like it's gotten you said, all the information it needed. You would think. Here's another funny meme. So they show. Did you guys see the pictures of those kind of fake paper mache looking aliens that they, yeah, that they they unveiled, right? So somebody was posting a meme of the alien in the fighter jet. (laughs) It is totally right. Well, exactly, you know. And then then somebody had another meme where they hired the Scooby Doo people to go find the fighter jet, you know. (laughs) And then you have all these things of like this fighter jet just like parked at McDonald's in the drive through. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny. And it does say something about so much we rely on AI, right? Right, I mean, you know, think about it. We actually wouldn't do this show if the internet went down. I mean, it is scary to think sometimes how reliant we are on that kind of stuff. And well, no, but but, but, I mean, technology, right? Technology. But when you have AI flying the planes, flying the planes and, you know, on autopilot, you know, it is, it's alarming to think that the, the pilot, it could be taken over, which is going to be my guess when all is said and done. Um, I don't think they'll ever admit it. Do you? I don't think we'll ever hear about it again. No, I think, <laughs> I think well, here's what they're doing just now. Right off the 80, 130 million, whatever <laughs> it is, just write it off. To come up with an explanation. They're going to show, like I said, they're going to find some fighter, fighter jet at McDonald's. Oh, we found it. Yeah, here it is. Jay, the know, pilot was hungry. They should put up a reward too. That yeah, would be. Oh, well, there you go for $80 million. Plan. <laughs> That's yeah. going to be my other prediction. One, it was hacked. We will never find, somebody took it over, right? And they've had to ground everything for two days. And just to be on the safe side, I don't know. I think I would maybe pay a little bit of attention to the submarines. To I mean, I pay attention Did to all kinds of things. He's still with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there was apparently a pilot, right? So you got something bad happened. They're going to phony up some picture of a um, fighter jet. 
<laughs> right someplace oh, like yeah. a little bit in the lake so it looks like they uh, could, a little water on the wheels so it looks like oh, it went in the lake but fortunately we found it <laughs> no problem <laughs> so, say, so no problem guys sorry about that everyone we're, we're all cool now you know um but i did like the guy who said every time he sees a plane he's calling and saying it's a fighter jet <laughs> um well, how did you know Good. yeah leo says 16 leo says ask chat gpt where the plane is that's a good point um from barney like it or not our u.s military is almost a joke almost Barney, you know, from Jacob. They found TikTok said they found the jet in a happy meal. And then Barney says, Good one, Jacob. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. You know, the other thing, I think, oh, we have Todd Watkins. Hey, I'm um, Thomas. We can go ahead and let Todd Watkins in and we can bring him on a little bit earlier while we're waiting for to see if we get Tom. If we, if, if, if we, if we get right Tom. Now. Um, yeah. And then it's from Sandra, the pilot was over South Carolina, hmm, over U.S. territory, not even the ocean or Russia or whatever. No. And the, uh, the no, ju- but it's not too far. Well, and like I said, they know what happened. Right. The pilot said. And, and I'm assuming if you're the pilot, you would go call them. You're and, drinking heavily at this point. Well, no, he's in the he's hospitalized. That's so he can't talk to anyone. Right. Why the hospital? Yeah. Jacob, he was following the weather balloon. Well, I imagine when you eject. I don't know. How does it? I mean, I'm assuming a parachute pops open, right? Well, but it, yeah, it'd be bad news if it doesn't. You, you could it? crash into a tree or something like that. Well, but yeah, I, I know, but you try not to. I'm the previous parachute. Because, well, I'm sure he's been hospitalized, so he can't. No, we can't hospitalize him. So he can't talk to anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that's that's what's happening. I'm mentally ill. Right. But again, you know, I'm sure he probably, let's say you're flying your jet, and all of a sudden you notice that something's taking it over and you're not responsive. You would probably say, you know, you know, Houston. You know, are, are you doing something weird there with the fighter jet? And Houston's like, no. And you try to mess around with it a little while. What happens? And then at the, some point, the what fighter What happens jet- with those fighter jets if somebody has, you know, heart attack or something else? Is it just kind of like, oh, well, there, there you go. No, they, auto, they, they, they switch on autopilot and the autopilot can land it. So that's well, what I'm saying. Well, that didn't work out too well in this well, case. I mean, clearly, clearly the U.S. military does not have control of the fighter jet, but someone does because it's that fine. That kid with the uh, little controller. I mean, think about it. That just makes sense. If you're, if it's on autopilot and the autopilot is controlled by the military, because like you said, there probably has to be some, in case something goes wrong, right? I mean, they have that on regular commercial jets, right? They can land it with autopilot, right? Um, I don't think you want to let the passengers know that, but they can. So someone, I mean, for Pete's sakes, if I have problems, the geek squad at Best Buy can take over my laptop and fix it. You know what I mean? The geek squad did it. Yeah. So I'm sure that somebody in the military, if they could access this, they could. So someone has not only taken over the fighter jet, somebody is blocking the military from accessing the fighter jet, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, it's in, in its own way, it's not just a joke, it's a pretty alarming. Yeah, Leo was like, was Rev online when this happened. <laughs> That's right. He was like, he was he was there, like the guys who were trying to save that sub with the little uh, the what uh, the, right, the, right. the PlayStation joystick. So I don't know. I think though, you know, we will probably There's something about technology is starting to break apart. Yeah, none of us will ever find the truth. Like I said, they're gonna phony up some picture of a of a fighter jet in a little bit of water. And they're going to say, yeah, yeah, found it, found it. (laughs) And then the pilot will be disappeared. So he can't, he can't can't say anything. No. uh -uh. Um, In a DC jail. Let's see. Do we have, uh, in the meantime, do we, Todd, I saw you enter the room. We were, Tom Chancredo, we haven't been able to get hold of him. Um, So Todd, if you are here, feel free to unmute yourself. Are you here? I am here. Yes. All right, Todd, our hero. So we will just jump to you then. Jump, jump. (laughs) to talk about so oh go ahead so 
I I will I will bet anything that somewhere in South Carolina a trailer park just got the best barbecue grill ever. They'll <laughs> <laughs> all be around it. Marshmallows. <laughs> they got they got that F thirty five loaded up with charcoal charcoal and they're grilling roadkill right now. <laughs> Well, Todd, Todd, you are, you know, work for the U.S. government. Do you, I mean, I suspect, one, we will never find out what really happened. But two, I I do. I think it was, somebody must have hacked it and they have, you know, they can't get it back. They don't know where, I mean, you don't put out a, you know, call 1-800-FIGHTER-JET if you see it, you know. But I mean, what do you think? (laughs) Well, I, I was... I was in the army and I was in the border patrol, two of the most underfunded uh, organizations that, you know, uncle Sam ever concocted. We were always reminded uh, putting on your body armor or any other piece of gear that just remember your equipment was provided by the lowest bidder. (laughs) 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 So you go ahead and trust that ropes, honey boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wait a minute Todd, one, one update okay miscommunication between me and tom he he's driving so we can and he thought we were gonna have him on on wednesday hey thomas if you tell him go ahead wednesday it is and we'll just go straight to todd then to talk about the, this ken buck thing so todd so you start have- us out you you and and about <laughs> half of the uh, state central committee which is about 250 people wrote a nice letter to all your representatives asking for them to take their positions and and hopefully help out with the January 6th prisoners and and their terrible dilemma and jailing conditions, everything else. And then you got a very interesting letter uh, from our own Ken Buck. Uh, Yeah. Interesting is, is kind and you were always kind to Chuck. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I, I, so I, I did not write, um, it wasn't an academic paper. Right. Uh, I was uh, communicating what I thought among most Republicans would have been somewhat common uh, knowledge, understanding if anybody who pays attention to any of this at any point would have to agree that the DOJ has been weaponized. We, um, and, and perhaps the best example of this weaponization is uh, its use against the people who are at the January 6th uh, event. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dignify it with a calling it a riot, certainly not going to dignify calling it an insurrection, Um, but no, it wasn't. And and no one's been charged with that either. Uh, But, um can can buck i was not expecting or trying to elicit uh the dispute that is now uh you know unfolded uh, between ken yeah. Buck and, yeah but uh, we i honestly foolishly uh thought that maybe they would say yeah we'll look into it we'll take we'll we'll i'll have uh some of our staffers go have a look at or it i mean i know out. yeah there have been a couple of you know, congressional delegations that have attempted to visit uh, right. J6. I know uh, Green and Gomert wrote a 28-page piece about it. So I didn't think that this was going to be incendiary no. or inflammatory, but <laughs> but but apparently it is. And I have to admit that I was astonished that Ken Buck so 
adamantly and staunchly defended the Merrick Garland DOJ in this. Uh, It just, it, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, uh, You know, no, I, I, I was never an attorney, never a prosecutor, but I spent 24 years as a federal agent. And I can tell you that this, you know, if, if, if Buck wants us to think this is totally normal, uh, you're just being, you know, led astray by, you know, ne'er-do-well inter- internet charlatans. No, I mean, I'm watching this with my own two eyes. Right. Well, and then, I, so I, Buck, basically, yeah, he, he lists, and Ash F did another great job. Um, I mean, yeah, I saw that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, debunking it. So, you know, so Buck then attacks you. I mean, he just doesn't say, hey, look, you know. Well, got- no, he attacked you. He attacked half the state central committee and all the other officers and everybody else. I mean, you know, it was not a nice letter in return. You know, and the worst thing was everything he said, everything he said in the letter accusing you of being wrong, he was wrong about. I mean, more and more facts are coming out every day about all the things. So what does he do? Like you said, you'd think rather than saying, oh, gall, I guess maybe I shouldn't have used CBS News and Associated Press and MSNBC. Yeah, as my main sources. Now I'll look into it. But instead, he doubles down. George Brockler doubles down. I mean, this this morning, if you haven't heard it, it's a great show on George's. Don't from, don't give him the don't give him the the, the clicks. Give is. him the clicks. All right. Um, but, from eight yeah. to eight to nine thirty or something. I mean, it was it was wonderful. So, George George just attacked everything. Um, and, well, you, along with Billy, his left wing producer, hey, and, um, and, and they said things like, "Well, wait a minute. Ken Buck was a Tea Party." Uh, icon before he before uh this and you kind of so was adam kinzinger um let's see liz cheney was very popular conservative circles uh gee our very own republican u.s senator was a tea party guy in cory gardner cory gardner in 2010 and by the time 2016 rolled around he'd gotten anti-trump and everything else and he waffled back and quite frankly um and you should maybe note this too uh, George, you used to be a Tea Party favorite, <laughs> and I promise you today you're not. Well, and Todd, to your point, so just today, this or over the weekend, rather, this happened, okay? The January 6th um, prisoners who are being detained in D.C. DC rather, are back in quarantine 24-7 because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have for the foreseeable future. Now, the last time they did this, the foreseeable future was a year. Right. Right. So in that time, again, Ken Buck was just flat out wrong. They have no visits with family or friends, no contact with their lawyer, no lawyers meetings. Right. No showers, no religious services. And I mean, the rest, the other prisoners are not in covid lockdown. But for some bizarre reason. So, you know, I mean, I think you may have this whole argument or this debate. So, I mean, so Ken Buck, it's like, hello, it's, it's still happening. And we gave George some names. Um, other people have provided, Ash yeah, went through, and I won't read them all, but with a list of names of people who were detained for months without being charged. Well, but George always says, send me it to it. And if you and send it to him, and then go, oh, that's, that dude was bad. You're kind of like, what do you mean, George, <laughs> that dude was bad? Every dude is bad who was in Washington that day. So what do you make of it, Todd? Because I, I think it is important to note, as you did, you you thought this wouldn't be like a no-brainer, that this would, what's controversial about this? Why is it, do you think, two questions, why is it, do you think, that Ken Buck and, and the George Brockler wing of the party are so adamant and putting this down and and, and, and not willing to let it drop? You know, what? why do you think uh, that? They, 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 
they desperately want this to drop. I think yeah. they absolutely want us to walk away from this and not bring it up again. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I think that our, if, if we can agree that since November of 2020, the Republican party has had some new faces getting involved and now holding leadership positions. Um, and I, I will count myself among them. Right. I would we, too. we we see what is happening and we see it, unfortunately as we go along that it's not just democrat dna on this yeah. stuff there there are a lot of you know so-called republican fingerprints on these things also i i think that uh meddling in the affairs of state in into these organs of government uh jeopardizes their longevity yeah uh, I think they I think they to to one extent or another somewhat facilitate it. Maybe they don't want to. But, hey, this is how this is how we dance in yeah. in Washington, D.C., in in Denver. If when you get into those uh, those hallways of government and governance. Yeah. So to challenge it for them to challenge it might put them in a bad in a bad position, you know, you know, friend, friend, friends don't snitch on friends in, in yeah. Congress, that sort of thing. <laughs> no. um, so. Well, well, and when you look yeah. into, again, because I admit I hadn't paid much attention to the specifics, but I have now. But even like when you look at the way that they're treated, I mean, forget the whole thing. Like you said, it, it was a Fed surrection is what it was. Right. Um, and forget that it was a year of notice. It was a, a Fed surrection, not an insurrection. And, you know, I mean, it was set up. Ray Epps still hasn't been charged. All of well, these George things. George denies Ray Epps. Ray Epps says he's not an agent. Oh, oh okay. okay. No, well, there okay. you go. <laughs> he would never lie, would he? But I mean, roughly 12% of the people who have been arrested, over a thousand have been arrested, have been indefinitely detained for at least a period of, of time, right? Again, without being charged. Yeah. Um, another guy by the name of Jonathan Millis never even had a bond hearing at all. Another guy by the name of Ryan Samal and Lucas Denny, both of them Sam, were Samal. Yeah, Sam Sam okay, Sam Sam yeah. okay, detained, yeah. but wasn't indicted for for a long time either. Yeah. Um. In in D the, the people in DC in the DC DC jail for two years, no video or physical family visits. They were denied religious services for two years. That's not normal. Another guy, a Christopher Worrell, was denied treatment on a broken wrist and cancer. Another guy, Zach Riho, was told that Gerald didn't carry any of his medications. Yeah, right. It's like, okay, so yeah. you need medicine. Like, sorry, we don't have any, right? That's normal treatment, right? I mean, you know, and again, they were denied one of the other reasons. And I don't, I can't even imagine how Ken and George could uh, defend this one of the things they've done that's very tricky in terms of denying them contact with their counsel with their lawyers is they move them from facility to facility right so if you're the lawyer you set up a meeting for tuesday at this facility then they just move them to a different facility one guy ended up going to trial having had only nine hours ahead of trial to talk to his lawyer and get discovery. I mean, that, that that's it's completely weaponized. Um, and, and not even to mention the fact that the jury is obviously, you know, the yeah, well, well, as George said, uh, a jury which he got to pick, yeah, <laughs> from a jury pool that was all uh, anti Trump, yeah, yeah, you get to pick yeah. partially, yeah, and the judge can decide whether to throw who off. I mean, who is George kidding? 
I know. But... I, I mean, it's it's insulting to our intelligence. It's it's particularly. I mean, I, I find it insulting to my intelligence. Uh, I, I did this for a living. I I can tell you of the tens of thousands of arrests I was in either in directly involved with uh, supervised the preparation of court material, but the, the, in the border patrol, we, pro we produce all the, uh, all the casework, but I can't, I can't even begin to t tell you how many thousands of drug smugglers, actual, you know, foreign criminal uh, operatives were, were just released. Just, yeah. you know, we, 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 we catch a, we catch a mule train of, you know, 10, 15, 20, uh, guys backpacking dope into the country, illegal aliens bringing in, you know, drugs into the country. And uh, we'd write up the criminal case. And of course, the AUSA would decline prosecution. Yeah. And and mind you, each one of them had, you know, the, it was about 50 pounds on their back. Each one, each one. That was kind of how they would prepare these. Well, yeah, you, know, you the, look the at the human it. mule loads. Yeah. And they let them go. And as somebody here, one of our listeners was saying, you know, yeah, Leo said, you know, they can they can track every single January 6th person down, but they can't figure out who took the, the cocaine into the White House. Right. And they can't find a fighter jet. I mean, it's just a fighter jet drop the cocaine. Yeah, really. Um, you know, and again, I think that the thing that's so outrageous here, but Ken Buck then goes on MSNBC, not only to double down on his attacks on you, but to also say, oh, and by the way, I don't see any direct evidence or any evidence that we should be impeaching Joe Biden. It's like, who are you trying to kid, you know? And just because you, you said, okay, I'll replace the prosecutor or, or you give me, or I'll hold back the billion dollar loan guarantee. Um, but you give the money to my son. Somehow that's okay. <laughs> you can assuming he didn't get his own five million, which it sounds like he did. Um, and Hunter said he had you... there's no evidence, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just... the same thing because clearly, like you said, Todd, what your letter was suggesting is that they look into it, right? And clearly, their yeah. version of looking into it was to Google it on all the left wing media sites. Right, and I'm right. sure that's where Ken Bucky's like, well, I watch MSNBC all the time. Yeah. And you guys say there's I'm no on evidence. NBC. That's my channel. Right. So there's no evidence. It's it's this lack of um, any kind of curiosity as to what's actually going on. And then it's not even a head in the sand. It's a head someplace else. Right. Um, that they're saying, yeah. oh, no, there's nothing to see here. That is just bizarre to me. It should be. So, Julie, you said the word Fedsurrection earlier, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, I I have my own story about okay. January 6th. Okay. So I was I was assigned to uh, the Border Patrol headquarters, which is this, the all, all of the CBP headquarters is at the Ronald Reagan building, which is uh, 14th Street in Pennsylvania. You knock a golf ball into the uh, White House lawn from there, take you about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes to walk over to the, uh, to the, mm -hmm. to, to the Capitol from there. Right? right. So after the, uh, there were riots in front of the white house back in July of 2020. Yeah. I don't know if, if you guys remember that there was, this is the one where oh. the, uh, you know, MSNBC and everybody blamed Trump for tear gassing. Right. The right. Protesters. Right. So right. Go take a picture with his Bible. Right. That. Right. So that they, uh, they emptied, uh, Border Patrol headquarters had agents go over there and kind of stand posts along the, uh, you know, the sidewalks and the street corners in, in that area. Um, but that prompted our headquarters, Border Patrol headquarters and CBP writ large to stand up uh, riot platoons. So I was part of this. I was trained 
I was one of the Ryan platoon members. Um, my my section there, we were responsible for buying all the gear. So we we got we got trained up to form riot uh, riot squads. About 80 from Border Patrol, 80 from the Office of Field Operations. That's the Legacy Customs people, the guys in the blue uniforms. So about 160 of us. Right. About, we we got all set ready to go by October ish. So and between October and I'll say the end of December. We got put on standby or called in to suit up at least six, seven times. Wow. Just based on, hey, you know, Antifa. Maybe. Because, I mean, there, there was monkey business, right, going sure. around. It, it, so just maybe, maybe, hey, you know, heard, heard there's some, there's supposedly some buses of Antifa coming in. We right. never got deployed. We never, we never got formed up in the streets or anything. But, you know. Yeah, you were there just in don't, case. Don't go out of work we're losing you a bit. Come in and stand. You just suited up, standing there in the lobby of the Reagan Building, waiting to see if anything happened all night, and it didn't. And this, you know, elect, uh, during the election, we were we were in there ready to go. Um, well, and you know, you're breaking up a little bit, Pat, but that's typically the way it works, right? Which is, again, what makes the whole January 6th thing so suspicious, right? They had all of this information. We know from the the, cap, the capital. The- well into December, a couple, that there would be hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Let's stop this still. Right. Well, it was interesting. The um, in Mitt Romney's book, uh, he wrote to uh, the uh, Senate Majority Leader, um, and said, hey, I hear all these riots are going to occur. Why don't you get going and everything else? Interesting, because the Capitol Police were never told of these. Of <laughs> so this Romney knew. <laughs> Romney knew. What Romney knew, they could go out there and, uh, I don't know, beat up an old woman or something. Well, I mean, we knew this. We knew these crowds were coming in. We were told to not even come into the district. Don't wow. don't bother. No one was at the building. Um, that build that Reagan building on any given day has about upwards of 500, um, you know, armed federal agents and officers in it, you know, between the different headquarters elements, because, you know, we're all in uniform. We're right. there as Border Patrol agents or CBP. Whoop, 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 Todd, you're breaking up again. Officers or Air Marine, all federal agents. Oh, sorry. How about. Give me, give me a minute. Okay. Um, well, I, you know, again, to Todd's point, it's like they, they didn't do anything. And, you know, why Ken Buck, oh, he knows how law enforcement works. George Brockler knows how law enforcement Maybe. works. I mean, Maybe. so why there is no curiosity and not only that i could see maybe a lack of curiosity but why they feel compelled to attack anyone who raises the question i mean that's the thing anymore you know it's this whole cancel thing and we'll talk about russell brand a little bit you just raise a question and they got to shut you up and shut you up fast um and you know it's always like and i think you're right the marching orders are just coming from this from the swap from the uniparty um where they just want to protect what they have you know well where do you todd I mean, so you responded and the letter is out there. So people, you can find it. I know um, Dave Williams, he put out your initial letter um, or he didn't put it out, but, you know, the GOP put it out. Then Ken Buck said, I want mine. And then you said, well, I want to respond to Ken Buck since he was so awful. Although you didn't say he was so awful. Um, and so people can see the letter, but where. Well, are you going to go on George Brockler's show at some time? Yeah. I don't know. Let me. Uh... 
I, I, I suppose I'm a glutton for punishment, huh? <laughs> good, good. Good for you. You know, this is from Charlene. Buck doubling down makes me think he was in on it. He sure came out strong attacking the rally goers after the big media hype, immediately supporting the Democrat narratives. Um, and then Leo says, I'm going to see a debate with Barney versus Ken and George. <laughs> Barney says, me too, Leo. Yeah, Barney. Well, somebody asked, uh, did we get Ken on? Now, Ken used to call our show when we were on 710. Uh, from the airport, Not uninvited, but we're happy to put him on. I'll call Ken, but I don't think he's going to want to come on this time. No, uh-uh. no. And George, we've exchanged emails. And I think with George, I, I mean, to a certain extent, you just have to say, all right, we don't, we can, I don't even want to say agree to disagree, but there's not much, not much point. So Todd, I can kind of see where maybe you're like, you know, you know, whatever, but let me ask you this. Where do you see, I mean, what happens now? I mean, you've, you guys have gotten a lot of support. And I guess where I'm going with this is what are you hearing in terms of Ken Buck's future? I mean, a lot of his, I, I, I'll take them at their word that there is constituents are saying, no, we're done. Yeah. Uh, he needs to get primaried. Um, that, that's, that's what I, that's what I hear. I mean, none of these are, I would say decision makers, you know, but right. uh, I, I, I suspect that we're going to see uh, and, and, an active assembly yes. for uh, CD4. <laughs> I, I, I was expecting. I think you may have to go up. So. Yeah, that could, well, I think, I think you could be right there. Um, and I think, again, it's the January 6th stuff combined with just his impeachment stuff. Um, you know, why, why, yeah. you know, again, this lack of, you know, there isn't any evidence. Number one, there is evidence. Number two, what, you know, the Democrat. Why are you siding with the Democrats, right? Because as we've said before, all this does is it gives the mainstream media the opportunity to turn around and use Ken Buck as a Republican, saying, "You see, even Republicans don't buy these theories, these crackpot conspiracy theories, right?" Yeah. Rather than having people say, "No, here's what we found. Here's what's true." You know, he should say, "Why all of a sudden are just the January six DC prisoners?" And suddenly under 24-7 quarantine for the foreseeable future because of COVID, right? I mean, it's that's just, you know, somebody should ask why. And, uh, you know, somebody who could maybe lean on them and say, maybe we shouldn't do that. But, you know, when Ken Buck is like, nope, that's, uh, you know, not even true, not even true. I don't know what you do. So well, your, your letter was a great letter, uh, first and second time. And I look forward to seeing you on the Brocker show and tearing it apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i gotta yeah take <laughs> take a, a straw poll on that let's let's see what the what what is your view what does your viewership say about it? i don't see it moving a needle in any direction other other than just bending it and twisting it into a knot but <laughs> oh you, you gotta go on there tell him chuckle happy to come on <laughs> <laughs> We love that. All right. Hey, Chad, well, listen, any final thoughts here before okay. we let you go? I know we brought you on a little early, so I appreciate that. Oh, no, that's, uh, I, I mean, we'll, uh, if, if the, the the fate of Ken Buck and, and you know, and, and Lauren Boebert and, and then Doug Lamborn, who absolutely would yeah. not respond, and he's my rep. Uh, right. I think that's the, the, whether or not the party opts out of the open primary is going to be very, potentially outcome determinant. Yes. 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 I right. think you're right there. Okay, Todd, thank you. Keep Thanks, Todd. Good luck. We'll, we'll talk to you soon sure. again. Thank you. All right. Todd All right. Watkins there, the El Paso County GOP vice chair. Um, Leo says, thank you, Todd. Very good. Um, 
um, Barney, Todd, Barney says you're a, you're a good dude, which is what you are. Um, but it is just interesting. Um, and I think a sign of fear when they come out so strong yes, and attack, yes, right? Yes. That's a sign of fear, what you're seeing there, because again, George could have just dropped it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because as Todd said, at a certain point, you aren't going to really move the needle. I think it was interesting because you listen to George show and most of the callers were support, were, were opposed to what Buck is doing. Right. Yes. Then, yeah. I mean, one, one particular, Maryland was particularly good. Right. Not particularly there. So, you know, but uh, again, the trying to shut people up um, and using maybe the, uh, force of your influence to try to shut Todd, uh, people like Todd up. I mean, that's what we see, which kind of makes me turn to the, to the Russell Brand thing, right? Okay. And, and the Lauren Boebert thing, too. You know, here's the thing, and you brought this up. It's interesting that The Hill did this whole story with Adam Frisch, critic- who is the, the Democrat candidate, criticizing Lauren Boebert about how horrible she is and la, la, la. And The Hill never even mentions the fact that there were allegations that came uh, out. It was admitted. It was admitted that, that a taxi driver in uh, Aspen. Aspen filmed him uh, while he took a dalliance in a storage shed uh, with a extramarital partner and then took that. And, th- and this is from the, the, the blackmailer himself and said, I'll show the whole world this unless you agree to ban, vote yes on banning Uber. And Todd Frisch voted yes. Adam, Adam Frisch. Voted yes on banning Uber, but that's okay. You yeah. see, they there's no vaping in a theater. I mean, that's a major crime. It's kind of like, was that bad behavior on Lauren Boebert's part? Yes. Was it stupid of her to have lied? Yes. Right. But again, you know, you don't see. You know, what about Jeffrey Epstein's client list? Whatever happened yeah, to that? One, yeah. You know, I mean, what? And again, this Adam Frisch, they completely leave out the fact that he has an issue or two in his. And so that's my thing. Of course, if you're going to write the Lauren Boebert story, and I can see why they would, and you're going to interview Adam Frisch about it, at least mention somewhere in there the storage shed, the storage shed story, right? You know, and and again, you go down to the Virginia Democrat candidate who's making sex tapes for money with her husband, just showing them to thousands of people. She portrays her. So the media that's describes them as leaked videotapes. Well, they weren't leaked. Where you, you know, you could subscribe to her. That's not leaking. Um, and then, then she's the victim, right? Oh, so she's a terrible victim. it's that. And now I, I want to talk a little bit about what they're doing to to Russell Brand. He's, um, you know, I guess how would you describe Russell Brand? He's he's been an actor. He's been all over the a place. Comedian. A comedian. He's become extremely popular lately. Um, conservative in conservative circles because he's kind of like Tucker Carlson and a Joe Rogan kind of character. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, or even an like Alex Berenson. Adam on a show, right? I think he's a guy who wouldn't necessarily like to say, "Oh, I'm a conservative" or "I'm a Tea Party but guy" or "I'm a MAGA guy." But but what he is one of those guys like Joe Rogan who just kind of like asks the right questions and says, you know, like we saw with the fighter jet. Fighter jets don't just disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, and, and the Bermuda Triangle. Exactly. Well, the aliens have it, but I mean, so he. he what did somebody say? Speaks truth to power. Yeah, the, the the aliens do. But so Russell Brand, anyway, he is speaking out, and he has a large following, and so people are going, "Oh, wait a minute! You mean the Hunter Biden laptop story wasn't a Russia hoax?" You, I mean, all this kind of stuff. And so what happens now? All of a sudden, he's under attack. Um, by several women. Now, there are no criminal charges, right? No criminal charges here. So all these women are coming forward. There two two papers in the UK, yeah. I forget which left-wing ones, who did a four-year 
four-year joint investigation. Yeah, a four-year investigation. Okay. No, they, did, they didn't do a four-year investigation. They did about a three-month investigation, but they had to say it was four years because everybody would say, like I'm saying, well, why didn't you do the story four years ago if it was such a big story? And they had five people. Four of them are anonymous, and one will give the name. Um, saying he raped them and groomed them and and did every did everything else. Now, see if this is a pattern. You remember yeah. Clarence Thomas was heading for um, uh, confirmation, and all of a sudden, Anita Hill jumps up, sex claims. Uh, Kavanaugh about to go through an easy confirmation, sex claims that from twenty, thirty, forty years ago. Right. Um, Adam Tate. All of a sudden, Andrew. Andrew Tate, all of a sudden, sex allegations, Julian Assange, rape allegations out of Sweden, which eventually proved to be it all goes away right and and you know from what i understand russell brand is like okay i was this promiscuous and that's probably putting it nicely guy but everything Who looks was, like a promiscuous guy so like, if you're if like, you decide to go shot. out with them you know you didn't have any uh and oh, a, geez, seems... apparently that was his reputation that was and it was more than even his reputation that was sort of a shtick yeah right kind of like andrew tate that other influence that's kind of a that was a shtick for a while but it's been a while he's now married has a couple of kids doesn't do that anymore and i think has acknowledged that okay that probably wasn't one of the best periods in my life but he said everything was consensual and i think it's like as charlene said he's openly read it it's like he um, russell brand is over the target they have so many now speaking up that they have to attack musk tucker rogan exactly um don't forget president trump exactly sandra you know that's what they yeah who is that woman he gets 10 million dollars yeah, he, he says met? anything about tara reed or anything yeah, like right. that oh yeah i don't know so i think it's you know and, and well so russell brand though it's working right his agent abandoned him all of this yet he, he travels around and he does like uh, comedy concerts basically right all That's of that. Wait, 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 wait. All of that has been canceled, right? So they're trying to hurt him again, where he makes his living. Um, the good part is, is that um, Tucker Carlson has supported him. Elon Musk has supported him. I have a feeling you get a new booking agent um, just fine, and you also can get a different regular person as as his agent. I mean, you know, it's. I think you know everybody's really tired of you know. Okay, you played this game. I don't know how many. For right. how many decades and how many times you always kind of go sexual assault, uh, which can go anything from rape to you looked at it a little too strangely. Um, and and I think everybody's tired of it. Uh, and I think it's bullshit. And well, yeah. well, like it is. Well, and again, and that's sort of look at some of the evidence. Right. So these are all women. This was his reputation. This was his shtick. So anybody who went out with him, he was a celebrity, knew this was his shtick, right? None of them, from what we know of yet, filed a police report. None of them, you know, um, there was one, some woman said, well, she went to a rape crisis center. I don't know. I mean, look at the stuff they made up about Brett Kavanaugh, right? With the woman there, which all turned out to be not true. And so... And yet they want to destroy him. Um, and that's because I think he's gaining influence. Anyone who has any kind of, well, particularly to the degree that he does, mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson, take him off of Fox, right? Yeah, they want yeah, to destroy yeah. him. Um, so he, he I forgot that. Then there was some producer said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a work environment. I was harassed. Right. Uh, even though they weren't even in the same state, right? And well, she, oh, yeah, right. Because he, he, he does his program for Maine and Florida. But but he said, well, okay, but from a from afar, right? He right. looked at me. He looked at me strangely from afar. Right, right. Um, and, and so I think it's all 
and if you're poor, I don't want to say poor, but yeah, was was Andrew Heard involved? She wasn't. I don't know. She was just Johnny Depp. She was just Amber Heard. I think was she a little was also different. involved with Elon Musk. Elon Musk, right? And and some others. Um, from what for Dr. Donna, from what I still see, the state-run media has a lot of loyal followers. That's true, but I think, so many, but I think days. Dr. Donna, it's it's decreasing, which is why they're increasing the attacks on these alternate media forms, right? Um, you know, the Daily Mail. I mean, every time you turn around, the, the, lately the whole weekend it was filled with yet some other woman who came out, and and again. All of a sudden, you know, it boggles the mind that suddenly all of these women have decided to come forward. Four-year investigation. You know, Four years. It's not a four-year four year year investigation. investigation. In the media these days, no one who was even there four years ago is still working there, right? <laughs> it's like, so there was not. They just had to say four years because otherwise it'd be, you know, why didn't you do this before? You know, so I don't They know. had to be sure. They had to get the proof. They had to get somebody on record. You know, all those lying pieces of garbage. That's right, Sandra. Me, people need to start listening to the real media. Chuck and Julie, Dr. Dunn, Randy Corporate. Yay. And then Charlene says, it's so or, it's so obvious the attacks are orchestrated. Right, yes, right. they are orchestrated. And, you know, Rupert Murdoch owns the New York Post, which has, you know, been one of the main attack dogs in this whole thing. And, uh, you know, Russell. Wall Street Journal owned by Rupert Murdoch. Right. And so then they, they do all this and they just don't want anyone to know the truth. Well, have to see what happens there was a scary as we wrap up there was a scary kind of article or column in the conservative treehouse today where um mark warner so the senate intelligence committee uh-huh. okay they're talking about a, kind of working with the intelligence community to say that presidents can't take any documents ever with them from the white house yeah. and and that they can't declassify things only the intelligence the agency can, can actually that. do this and i think what he what they're pointing out is is i think as we look at some of this ai algorithms that now are able to search for context, not just keywords, but search for context right. um, that I think we're gearing up for 2024. We're going to see a lot more censorship going on in terms they, of. They, oh, sure. Well, ex- so, I mean, they're going to, they're going to try to crush people who you've already heard of like Russell Brand and Tucker Carlson or us. and or us. And they're going to try to make it harder to find alternate sources. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it, it is interesting. You just Google search up, the, the missing fighter jet and all you get are the corporate media accounts none of them none of which say something's weird here right <laughs> none of which say the, the, the only people who are saying something's weird here are the people who are doing the, the memes yeah, yeah the average the average ordinary citizen so um hey that's gonna wrap it up for that's us. it for us um on on uh wednesday i guess we'll have tom which will be great we'll also go over the incredible ken paxton trial because jurors are waking up too and we will see if you guys see we're gonna have a big fighter jet coming through the walls start doing our podcast from the fighter we jet get a <laughs> right. and in the meantime if anyone sees the fighter jet just let us let know us let us know it. too and we'll, we'll, we'll interview you live everyone thank you to the, everyone on zoom um thank you for thomas for doing a great job and to todd watkins for yeah, all appreciate that todd coming on look forward to his debate with george Watkins. all right and everybody will see you on wednesday